Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. And without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. Hey, guys. It is forecast time. It's Drake Eve. Big game. <laughs> We're at the Charterhouse Real Estate office. Um, we are. Um, we're, we're getting ready for this uh, monsoon tomorrow. Apparently, I won't in be a in, showdown. With I won't the even Drake be Bulldogs. in town. Leaving town tomorrow, so I'm a little disappointed. I, there's part of me that wants to see the Drake Iowa State game. I think it'd be interesting football to watch. The biggest question I have. Feel free to weigh in on this one is does Iowa State cover 42 and a half and I think there's no way they cover 42 and a half and it isn't for obvious reasons like oh they're not good enough to cover 42 and a half I just don't see Campbell wanting anything to do with that at all you know I think second half you're going to see three yards in a cloud of dust on purpose you know let's try to kill as much clock as we can as fast as we can Iowa State could score whatever they want to score on Drake tomorrow. Yeah. They want to score 100? They could score 100? They won't do that. Drake won't score if Iowa State plays solid defense and tries. So some of the questions are, does Drake score tomorrow? Yes. Does Iowa State – when does Iowa State say, all right, that's enough. When it gets to be 28 nothing, 35 nothing. We start to really see things change. I, I, what, what, what do you think is going to play out tomorrow? I think the weather is going to have as much to do with anything. Is it supposed to rain a lot? Is yeah, that what well, they're saying? I mean, it's 100% chance, like, okay. for the whole game. Okay. So it's going to be precipitating to some capacity for the whole thing. Yeah. So I think it's a game where you see Iowa State running the ball 90% of the time just to run the clock. They're going to score. they got to score to win the game. Uh, starters play how long tomorrow? Um, quarter and a half, close to two quarters. Okay. What about you? What do you think? Well, depends. What if it's forty nine nothing within that time frame? Could be. Yeah, it could be, and then they'll take them out. I mean, you're going to see a massive difference between the lines in this one, the line play. As in, Drake wants to throw the ball. They're not going to have any time to do it. There's not. There's not going to be holes for them to run the ball. Iowa State's going to make huge holes on the offensive line. Uh, it's just going to be, I don't know. In, in a way, I feel a little bit bad for Drake. I shouldn't. They're D1, I, but it's, yeah. it's a huge difference. I have asked around, 
And because I I was genuinely curious about this because the the non scholarship FCS thing is so obscure, right? Like yeah. people don't know. We know about you and I, and they have sixty five scholarships. Or, yeah. And we know about um. I understand D2 and NAIA, and I get those levels of football. Yep. I don't understand what, like, league Drake is in and what they do. Sure. How it was explained to me, because I said, would they be would they be better or worse than, like, the D2 national champion? Mm-hmm. And I was told they would be significantly better than that team. Hmm. But not not incarnate word. Yeah. Or not you and I. Yeah. We're not, um, you know, so find somewhere in the middle there, and that's the type of opponent we're talking about. I was thinking back to when I played high school and who was close town-wise, and I said, you know, a small school versus a big school. I, I envision it being like Madrid versus Ames High. So, you know, they both play football, but it's yeah. just small versus big. That's what it is. So I think it's a it's a good thing the guys get a chance to play. Um, it'll be ugly. It'll be over fast, and we move on to a bowl game, which is either in San Antonio or Orlando, from what everybody's saying. I'm feeling San Antonio, but I, I don't think it's like it's not locked in by any means. San Antonio happens if – finish that sentence. Well, I really like Iowa State's chances all around. I, I, I don't know how much help they need here. Let's assume yeah, Texas well, loses to Oklahoma. Okay, so – then, I mean, if te- if Oklahoma goes to the playoff, Iowa State, I would assume, is locked into the Alamo. Unless, for some reason, the Alamo would pick West Virginia over us. Which doesn't seem to make any sense I to me. I don't think that they would. Nationally speaking, what does the West Virginia fan base look like compared to Iowa State? It's not as tra- – it doesn't have that reputation for traveling. <laughs> yeah. And I also think it makes more sense for West Virginia to go to Orlando because they're on the East Coast already. Yeah. Um, I would guess the Alamo picks Iowa State because of that traveling reputation. So, if Oklahoma gets to the playoff, Texas is in the Sugar Bowl, Iowa State, I think, goes to the Alamo. If Texas wins, they're in the Sugar Bowl. And I think Oklahoma gets an at-large New Year's Six selection yeah. based off of where they're at right now in the ranking, yep. which would put Iowa State in the Alamo. So, they go the other way. They're in Orlando if what? Something weird happens? I, I think the the way that this would work is if Oklahoma kills Texas. Yeah. I mean, just beats the hell out of them. Okay? And they're going to try. And somehow the Sooners are left out of the college football playoff anyways. Yeah. That would put them in the Sugar Bowl and put the Big 12 in jeopardy of not getting a second team in the New Year's Six. Okay. And then – Texas would likely go to the Alamo Bowl, and Iowa State would go to Orlando. And the only way that reasonably happens if if Oklahoma – I think you'll agree with me on this. Oklahoma gets left out of the playoff. Obviously, if they they lose, they're out. We understand that. But if they win, right, the only conceivable way that Ohio State jumps them, having playing a worse team this weekend, number 14 versus number 21, those are the two teams being played, is that Ohio State wins – 63 nothing, 70 to Which we, 20. We've seen this scenario play out. Some, something like that. And yeah. I don't think Pat, Pat Fitzgerald is going to be cool with that happening. I, I would agree with you, Mark. I think they're going to have a closer game. So if both teams play close games, 
it makes no sense for Ohio State to leap over Oklahoma at that point, having just played a lesser opponent. That would be favoritism big time in the committee. Would it shock you, though? They'd have to justify it. And how could you justify it based on what you just saw? If both teams win close yeah, and no. Oklahoma beats the better team, you can't justify that. I would agree, but I don't you trust You can't it. go back and say, well, strength of schedule, because that was already figured out last week. I just don't trust the committee. I think that they. I don't think there's any rhyme or reason for some of the rankings that they put out. What I think is going to happen. I think Jim Delaney could get into their ear. Big Ten politics, it would not shock me at all. I'm pretty skeptical when it comes to that. Because this would be two years in a row that Ohio State was fifth, right? One spot out? Yeah, yeah, it will be. Yep. Do you agree with this? So this was interesting. Colin talked about this this week, Colin Coward. Um, I don't know if you saw this stat. The the most points that a eventual champion in college football has essentially ever lost by during the season. Do you know the answer to that? I do not. This is good trivia. Okay. It's happened a, f- a few different times. One of them was, was Ohio State, in fact. 14. 14 is the worst loss an eventual champion has ever suffered in a season. Okay, Ohio State lost to a bad Virginia Tech team, 35-21, at Ohio State. I don't know if you remember that game. I do remember that game. It was like the second week of the season, right? Uh, maybe, yeah. But it was a bad team. That Virginia Tech team was 6-6. Six and six, Yeah. Okay? Then you had Alabama, I think, lost by 14 once. But the rest of the examples, 14, 12, 11 points – were Florida versus LSU, Bama versus Georgia, stuff like that, right? I'm of the agreement with Colin Coward and many others that say if you get annihilated by by, Purdue. by 29 yeah. by a bad Purdue team, a, a barely bowl-eligible Purdue team, you you do not deserve to be in the top four. I agree, and I would also go to defense of Oklahoma in this sense. the The playoff – we want, like, the best matchups, right? Yeah. I mean, you want the best teams, but you want the best matchups. And, like, the, the haters will be out there talking about Oklahoma's defense. And I agree that it sucks. I'm yeah. not, not here to say that it doesn't. But I also would make the argument that I think they have the best offense in college football. And wouldn't you like to see it go up against Bama? Yeah. I, I mean, I would do? love that. I would – it was, I had the same argument that I wanted to see Michigan's defense against Alabama's offense. Well, Michigan's defense got exposed last week, so I'm less on that. I think Oklahoma would score 40-plus against Alabama. I think there's a very good chance of that. Now, I also yeah. think that Bama could score 70 on Oklahoma. But my point remains, like, wouldn't that be fun? Like, in, in those Oklahoma teams have a very good track record against SEC defenses. Yeah. A Bama Oklahoma over under in the first round of the playoff is probably 80? in the eighties. Yeah, I would I would say eighty probably off the top the of 80s. my mind. Yeah, and maybe and again, I'm a little biased against the Big Ten. I could admit that. Um, it's okay. There's nothing exciting to me about Ohio State. No, they, they, they just don't. I I think that they're going to let everybody down this weekend. I don't, I don't think they're going to lose, but I don't think that this is They're a, not going to be able to pull away like they need to. I don't think this is a 52-3 to three or whatever they did to Wisconsin to, no. to rip off Baylor and TCU a few years ago. I think Pat Fitzgerald is much better than that. He knows what they're trying to do on Saturday. Yeah. They're a good team. Yeah. They have pride. Yeah. I don't think they're going to let that happen at all. So, speaking of Big Ten. Pat Fitzgerald is a covering machine, too. Um. It's all that guy does is cover point spreads. My uh, So this is somewhat breaking news that Cyclone fans will love. 
Um, Noah Fant, done as a Hawk. He's going pro. Didn't he just say last week or two weeks ago something about him coming back or being a part of the program? I thought there was a Fant quote out there recently Um, about something related to this. No, I don't know. But not only, not only, let's not gloss over this. Not only going pro. I don't know if there's skipping the bowl game. Oh, he's skipping the bowl game. Yeah, he's done. Oh, I didn't know that. He's done, according to this uh, tweet. Let me pull this up. I I read like the first two paragraphs that he was going pro. I did not realize he was skipping the bowl game. Uh, That's interesting. Let me see here. I I want to give you. I want to give you well, it straight. There's the lead for the show today. Change everything I already planned. Uh, Titan Noah Fan has already played his last game as a Hawkeye. Fan announced today he'll be leaving college a year early to enter the NFL draft. Not surprising at all, and will not play in Iowa's bowl game. Yeah, that's the surprising piece. And what that, I'm saying yeah, is, that that's the newsy part here. And I don't and I don't buy the, oh, the injury and all of that. I don't buy that at all. I think that Iowa's use of him pissed him off. It should piss him off. And he wants to be done. There's no rhyme or reason to use him the way that they did. And I. I have a lot of respect for Kirk Ferentz. I actually really like Kirk Ferentz. The um, he's not one of those. Uh, there's a lot of coaches I don't care for. He's not one of those guys. I I think he's a top notch dude. However, the stuff that he said after that um, Purdue loss about it doesn't make any sense. He's a specialist. Yeah, like that. That is so wrong. He's not a specialist, and the NFL is going to prove that to you, Kirk. When he's a freaking first-round draft pick this year after going out at, early. At tight end. Yeah, yeah. so, like, I, I asked Ross, and I wish Ross was here to have this conversation with us right now, but, like, like, would you rather your coach be that oblivious and, like, actually think that Noah Fant's a specialist? Or would you rather your coach be like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jaded. His brother was tweeting, doing all this stuff, and I'm taking it out on him now. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'd almost rather have the guy be jaded. And petty, then well, to look at Noah Fant and be like, oh, he's a specialist. What you're saying is, Chris, that you want the truth. That's what you're saying. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're saying it's very fair. Ferentz has been lying to us about it, and you can't don't blame him for doing that because he can't come out and say I'm a little pissed off. Yeah, it's fine. You like know, I'm taking it out on our, on our on our best player. It's the same thing with this Gary Dolphin deal right now. Yeah, I want your two cents Jesus. on that too. No, like I just I understand the need to suspend a guy. I get it when you. And I, I, I feel so badly for Gary. Um, any- he made a mistake, and he, when you make a mistake, there are usually consequences. I understand all that. If you need to suspend him two games to send a message, do it. I'm okay with that. Putting out a press release about ongoing tensions and then having your freaking coach go out there and talk about, oh, things haven't been right for a long time or whatever Fran said it's yesterday. It's kind of like they're pushing for his exit. Yeah. It, that's exactly what they're doing, Mark. Yeah. Jesus, this guy is – Dolph has done so much more for Iowa. He's been there so much longer than either one of these two guys. Gary Barta did more damage to Iowa with his lawsuit than You know what I mean? And he's still skating around out there. Oh, yeah. It's good to be the king, man. It's, man, I... I'm sorry. You're fired up about the Hawks. I'm sorry, Mark, though, but I I get really agitated when rich guys in suits who are out of touch, make decisions that impact real people That's all the time. That's Barta for sure. And I – and I, everybody – I don't know Gary well. Everybody, I know Gary Dolphin well. I don't know Gary Barta well. Yeah. Everybody I've said said he's a good man. 
He's not like a liar. He's not. But this screams politics to me. That, that's what this screams like. This screams political. And, and you know, you know, it's funny. I, this is coming from Fran. I can about promise you that what he's what what Gary Dolphin said on the broadcast, hundred percent true. Yeah, hundred percent. It true. is, but he can't do that. What? So, it, so from you, a broadcast perspective, yeah. just so people understand this, you can't do that as the voice. Is is there a way that he was he making an assumption that his mic was off, or is there something there he yeah. can see? No. So what? The way that works is when you go to break on one of these network broadcasts, you, you're taking a break, and the your producer will say, clear, in your headset. Yeah. So you know that he's turned your mic off. Yep. Well, you know, mistakes can happen. My guess is that they thought it was clear, and the there was an issue back in Jefferson City, and the guy didn't do it. And even then, even then, they're talking, and it's picking it up. There's not a producer that's still listening to hear that? There should be, and something happened back there, and I, I don't know what the error was or who was at fault or whatever, but something happened back in the studio. I mean, it's just like the Marty Terrell deal from yeah from KXNO back yeah. in the day. Yeah. That mic was left on by a producer for some reason. Yeah. There's a lot of conspiracies. I've heard it was on purpose. Did, yeah. did Khan do that on purpose? I don't know. I don't know any of that. Yeah. However, like there was a microphone on, and it's the talent doesn't control that. Yeah. Now, what you can do, and I assure you that I did this on Wednesday night when I was calling the women's game, I started turning my own personal mic down, mm. and I'll start doing that from now on. This was a good lesson for everybody. Yeah. But you can't, as the voice, criticize a young man or a young you, – you just can't because you're – you are supposed to be their voice. You're the adult, too. Yeah. You know, they're a kid. And, correct. Even, even if they're not legally, they're a kid in and the I, eyes of many. And I just, I, it would be really difficult if I got caught doing something like that, getting on the bus. Uh, yeah. The, right with the, the team. You're you on the plane. I mean? <laughs> and how am I supposed to get them to trust me if they just heard me? You know, so like this, there's more to this than. He can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Correct. There's yeah. so I respect Bardo where he's coming from. Here. Yeah. I, I I really understand it. Yeah. I didn't like the release. That bothered me. I didn't think they should have put out a release the night that it happened. Yeah. Because I think that that prolonged the story and made it worse. Well, it turned it into a national story. Yeah. It darn right it did. Which is Murphy was saying this. You know, I was uh, the case study on how to handle situations badly in a lot of ways, dude. This stuff, they handled it badly. Um, obviously, the lawsuit with the coach, they yeah. handled badly. Um, many, many, many things. And who I feel ultimately, this is my take, and I know you know Chris Hassel. Tell me if I'm wrong on this. Um, a lot of people said, get Chris Hassel to come do these two games, right? And Chris Hassel tweeted that yeah. he reached out, said he'd be willing to. If you go back in time to the uh, little lick, lot of bite piece on WHO, yeah. at the time, Barta asked 13 to apologize i mean it rose to the level where he's like you need to apologize clearly mad about that i don't think who ever did apologize i think they stood by chris and the piece that he did a lot of people think that chris hassel is next in line or should be apparently learfield wants it and all of this stuff and chris is good Maybe, learfield does want it that's what i've heard oh, obviously. Okay. Yeah. see I, I i don't know any of that anecdotally my point though and i don't know if you'd agree or disagree with this as long as bart is there i don't think chris hassel becomes the voice of the hawkeyes I don't know. I hope it. I hope we don't get to that point. I hope it. I, you know, I love Hassel. He's a good friend of mine. But I. I hope Gary. I hope that this isn't. I would guess. This is just my opinion. If if this would be a deal where they're trying to actually fire him, Kirk Ferentz would step up for Gary. Yeah. That's just my. 
I'm taking a stab at it. And Kirk Ferentz is more powerful than Gary Barta. Yeah, make that argument. Yeah. I, I would guess that Kirk would jump in and be like, hey, come on, and cooler heads would prevail. But I I don't know. I've been really bothered by this. I haven't really talked about it on the air much. Well, the I other thing we is, what is, it, what is the other tensions, right, or whatever they That's, alluded to? Dude, Mark, that is the only thing I have a problem with. Yeah. That's it. Why like, throw a vague statement in there like that? Again, like, I, while I feel for Gary Bar- Dolphin, I understand why they had to suspend him. I but really just suspend do. him for his conduct, and that's it. Yeah, and say like, "Hey," and then we're going to move on, and we're going to have a we're 14th in the country, and yeah. he made a mistake, and that's the end of it. But the when you put ongoing tensions in a press release, you're begging the media to ask about it. Yeah. It's like you honestly, like I read that as they want us to ask, so then they have a reason. That's why I think they're pushing them out. They're airing dirty laundry on purpose. I, I think that's some good critical thinking, Mark. To have some reason to do it later. Oh, remember those ongoing tensions we talked about? Here, here's more of that. And, and again, though, like more of this that maybe just fans don't understand. There's these, you know, like these broadcast networks. Like Learfield, I work for Learfield for for Iowa State, so I understand this. Like there are millions of dollars in these contracts with these, and these these universities are your top partners, yeah. right? So you have to do. So I don't blame. Learfield for any of this either. Yeah. What I blame is the language coming out of Iowa City in these releases. It yeah. makes no sense other than for us to sit here and speculate, well, what the hell else is going on? Right? Yeah. And to be clear, Learfield is the one that actually suspends Dolph. But yeah, clearly Dolph. the clearly the decision is being made yeah. in relation like, to the coach. When I'm so. doing women's games or post game, I work for Learfield. Learfield is a partner of Iowa State. So like I don't get checks from Iowa State yeah. University. I get them from Learfield Sports. Yeah. 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 Well. What a week. It, what a week. There does seem to be a lot going on. There, There's a lot going on. But yeah. you seem to be a little bit stressed. Has it been one of those weeks? No, I'm not stressed. I just like there's just a lot going on. So we've got um, – and I did want to ask you as far as the fan thing went, I did want to ask about people skipping bowl games, which is another story entirely. But I want to remind people, so apparently this is – Episode 198, I think. Yeah. We'd go off of our historian, the, the catch yeah, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out when I go to post this. But uh, we're probably not going to do it for our 200th episode, but we probably do need to have an upcoming shindig once this office is yeah, I'm full, down, fully man. up and running. We'll have a cake that says, congrats on it. Congrats for number 200. Maybe, uh, maybe Adam Gray will come back. Not that he'd be invited. Maybe he'll just come back, just show up on his own. Um, but if you're a Fokker and you want to come uh, see the office and hang out and have some uh, cake, uh, I think we'll have an announcement sometime soon. But we should probably get through the holidays before we do it. Get, in a, get another kegger? Do a keg in here? Come shoot a game of pool with us? Whatever. It's like 200 do, episodes. Do we want to do the keg or would it be better just to get a shots cooler? Of, shots of Malort. I mean, the keg last, last time was a nice touch, but I don't know if it was exactly necessary. Cakes get messy, too. Not and then you got to, like, haul them. And <laughs> I'm fine with cans of bush light, if you want. Call in some favors, man. Get us some deals on some bush light. As man, much, I, I don't really have that deal anymore. As much as you hawk that brand, man. I, I know. It's, some, it, some it's sweet deals. Isn't it shocking that they're not, like, a – that I'm not an a official. sponsor of theirs? That whole thing was so organic, too. Like, it wasn't ever me being like, oh, I want to get an endorsement with Bush Light. Th- that thing started, I swear to God, I was I was having a fire in my backyard. Yeah. 
and I took a picture of the fire. Yeah. And it had a bush light can next to it. I said, this is my idea. This is like when, like, I wasn't a big deal. I mean, not that I am now, but, like, I wasn't, I didn't have many followers. Sure. I, I was just starting. And, like, people started retweeting it. And they're like, hell yeah, bush light. Hell yeah. How long ago was this? <laughs> Close to 10 years ago, probably. Really? It was right when Twitter had started. Okay. Like, I mean. What's this Twitter? I, I don't. I think I had just come to Cyclone Fanatic. I had just started like blogging there. I wasn't even the publisher. Yeah. And it, and now it's to the point where like on game days, like I have kids texting me videos of them shotgunning bush lights and like you become the guy. <laughs> it's just, and I, I can <laughs> swear to God, I've never received a dime. Well, from Anheuser Busch. You like the beer. You <laughs> put the beer out there in the world. I, I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Um. Did you, by the way, speaking of Bush Light, did you get the Christmas lights hung up with the Bush Light Not this year? Not yet. I haven't done it yet. Man, I'm going slacking. to. I'll do it. I just haven't done it yet. I, Man, I have the last, like, two weeks, like, I, I haven't had time to breathe. When's that slow down for you? Well, football goes into a 30-day uh, lull. I, I need to get up. next week over with because it's Cyhawk week with basketball. And yep. then, like, there's a... There's kind of a downtime there for a couple weeks. Let me let me bring you in on a couple bets that I made. Okay. Let, let me know if you, you like this or not, okay? So on my Vegas text group, we got some Hawk homers on there. There's no question about it. I'm a believer that Iowa – granted, granted, they're 14th right now and they're 6-0. It is what it is. Yeah. Okay? I don't think they're that different than last year. I think no, that, I don't I, either. I think their guard play is still significantly lacking in the Big Ten. So I made a couple bets with, with the buddies of mine, one at odds, one not. So I win money. I won't say how much, but I win money if Iowa does not uh, – well, tens a push. But Iowa has to win 11 conference games for my buddy to win the money. If they win nine or fewer, then I win the money. Okay, now keep in mind, Iowa was four – Conference games? Conference games. 20 conference games. Iowa was 4-14. and 14. Last year. So for him to win, they will have to have a seven-game conference improvement this year. I feel very strong that they're not going to do that. Your thoughts, sir? I just don't think the Big Ten's very good this year. Eh, Big Ten's okay. Yeah. And that one crappy poll, he got Ohio State number one in the country. Did you see that? The net? Whatever they're calling that? I I don't know what that is. You haven't heard this? No, I, dude. I, like I told you, I've been really skating, dude. There's, there's on my beats this week. I have not. There's three polls now. The AP, oh, the, oh, the AP, yeah. Oh, the I'm, coaches. I'm sorry, Mark. You're talking about the NCAA one. Yeah, yeah. Which is supposed to be. I didn't know Ohio State was number one. Which is supposed to be legit. It's supposed to be the criteria that the committee's using on Selection Sunday, right? So, the, so by that, Ohio State would be a number one seed? I No, ranking-wise, right now, yeah. Ohio State was number one in the country, okay? Where was Ohio State in the other two polls when that happened? I don't know. 16th. Oh, wow. 16th. Yeah. Okay, when Kentucky lost to Duke, where did they drop to in that poll? <laughs> I don't know. 61st. Jesus. And we're supposed to think this poll's good somehow? Yeah, the, that's the, not good. The poll's a joke, man. they got to rewrite their algorithm on that. So I hope they're not using that. Maybe it's one of those deals, though, and I I don't know enough about it. Perhaps it's a situation where the it gets better with the more games and the more data. Because I know like that's how Ken Palm works. Like it kind of. I trust Ken Palm more than this rating. Well, the Ken Palm ratings don't really 
they're not really real until you get X amount of games. Agreed. So yeah. Anyways, all right. Let's uh, let's move into the uh, college football. Last week. Well, yeah. I mean, you, we got we got our bowl games. How did your locks do, by the way? Last uh, week? not good. I'm I'm. You're off it. I'm struggling right now. Okay. Okay. I'm not good. Zero huh. and two last week. Nick's back. Um, okay. Zero and two last week. But I will tease this. Today, I'm I'm ready to go. I've right. got a lot of juicy ones. Okay. Like I. I think I'm going to have like five or six of them for this weekend. Like, I am feeling confident. Let's see how many we agree with here. Okay, these are first impression bets. Okay. No overthinking them. Okay. Washington, Utah, Pac-12 championship. Washington. Washington minus five. I love the Huskies. Love the Huskies. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I'm on Washington. We'll move to the big 12. Yeah. I I got Oklahoma at minus seven and a half against Texas. This is hard. Um, Tom Herman is a legend, is a head coach. Covering. Yeah. With that, you almost have to ride Texas, but I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't bet this game. I would bet Oklahoma because of the motivation to have an yeah. impressive win. I wouldn't bet this game. Okay. I, I think it's a really um, – I think the line is perfect. Uh, another one I'm sure you would steer clear of, Iowa State, 42-and-a-half. Uh, I would not steer clear of this. Oh, you like it. I'm locking this one up this afternoon, baby. Really? Taking Drake in the points. Okay. See, I agree with you, though. Yeah, I'm I just, taking Drake. Now – I love this pick. Let, let me ask you this. What is your score? Because you have to have a score yeah. in mind. Uh, 42 to 7. 42 to 7. So we completely pull back on offense. 42 to 7. Game. Okay. What about you? What are... I'm not convinced Drake scores. I'm you don't think convinced. they'll score? You think it'll be a shutout? Why the hell shouldn't it be a shutout, dude? I don't know. How, how are I they mean, gonna, they're not. How are they going to score? They're not a high school team. Yeah, but they're. It's somewhere. not like our defense has been In like. In comparison just, to Iowa State, they are. They're not going to be. Well, so, what are you going with? Uh, 38-nothing? 42-nothing, somewhere in that range. All right. So, you still have Drake covering. I think Drake covers because Campbell does not want to embarrass anybody. They're going to have to score if they got to score. The right? Bulldogs, baby. That's a lock. All right. Uh, Central Florida with a new quarterback against Memphis. Central yeah. Florida minus three and a half. I don't know. <coughs> the new quarterback's a big unknown. Yeah, I, I'm, I, all, I'm all over Central Florida. The, the team doesn't know. lose. Yeah. They don't lose. They looked good once their backup came in. I don't know. I like Memphis's coach a lot. Uh, Norville. Okay. But I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I would need to do some research on that before I gave any advice to anybody. The most interesting game of the week, in my opinion, Bama-Georgia. Bama minus 13. I mean, you play Bama, right? Bama has won every game this year by 20 points or more. Nine and three against the spread in the regular season. Every game by 20 points or more. Yeah, I just – I would go Bama. I think you you have to. Would you – yeah. I I mean, I think Georgia's a good team, but, like, I, I would have to have a pretty compelling argument for somebody to convince me to not take Bama. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. Um Okay, Fresno State, Boise State. Boise State minus two and a half. I like Fresno. I would go the other direction on that. You go Boise? Boise State's the ranked team. Did you watch these teams a few weeks ago on a Friday night? <coughs> I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, I watched that whole game and felt like the whole time Fresno was better. They just kept making dumb mistakes. Yeah. I'm not – I have no strong feeling on this game whatsoever. Boise I'm not, State's – Yeah, I'm not strong on it, but I, I would roll – I would roll Fresno. The biggest – 
joke of a conference championship this weekend is going to be in the ACC. Clemson minus 26 over Pitt. Clemson. D- does this? I don't. I don't know. I the the ACC is so trash after Clemson. Yeah. Let me tell you the argument I heard for eight teams too here in a second. One more game. Uh, Ohio State Northwestern. Ohio State minus 14. I would take Northwestern. I would too. I just think pride. They're, yeah. they're not going to get one out. So I heard this argument. Uh, I think it was a guest on the Dan Patrick show the other day that says, uh, let, let me just tell you this premise and tell me if you'd love this or not. So you move to essentially an 18 playoff, okay, and you scrap your conference championships. And the reason why you scrap them, you decide your conference champion within the conference. You've got tiebreakers, so you know who wins the conference. And then you eliminate games like Clemson Pitt. Okay, because if Pitt wins, do they go to the playoff? No, they do not. If Northwestern wins, do they go to the playoff? No, they do not. If Texas wins, do they go to the playoff? No. This keeps repeating itself over and over. So you say, what's the point of this game, right? It's all money. So what if you just went to eight teams, okay? And week one could still be week one of the playoffs, could still be now, right? You could do week one and then have that gap, that layoff until later, right, for preparation. But week one is team one versus team eight, right? And you play a home game. So it's on the Alabama campus. It's on the Notre Dame campus. It's wherever. And their argument was Chicago doesn't need the money. Indianapolis doesn't need the money. Give these guys a huge game. It's huge on TV. Everybody cares about it versus this crappy ACC playoff that nobody cares about Yeah. right now. I agree. What's wrong it's with that scenario? Idea. It's a great idea. I We discussed this on the Cyclone Fanatic radio show last night. I think that I would like to see – these conference championship games all adopt the Big 12 model. Yeah. Get the two best teams. Like, Pitt – is Pitt the second best team in the ACC? I, I guess I don't know, but I doubt it. No. Northwestern's not the second best team in the – I would love to see Ohio State and Michigan play again. Mm-hmm. You know? A rematch. Like, yeah, yeah, what's – that would be great. That would be great theater. Um, I'm okay with – you know, the Big 12 is the best – the Big 12 and the SEC kind of – now that Georgia's resurged – They've kind of gotten lucky where they, they've got good matchups. But think about before, you know, in between Tebow and, and this Georgia team, and you're, it was a joke. Like, I, if they would all adopt the Big 12 model where you're playing everybody every year in some capacity, like divisions or whatever, and you're getting the two best teams, then it's kind of like a pseudo-elimination it's, game it's for the, the playoffs. It's the truest sense of what is actually true versus, well – Ohio State didn't have to play this team and this team and this team this year. This team did play those teams. It's very, very confusing. In the Big 12, you can say everybody played everybody else. So you can throw that. Well, they got lucky this year because they didn't have to play the hard team in the division. So, I don't know. Change is coming. Will they go to eight? Probably. Eventually. I think they will. They typically go where the money is. This sounds terrible, but it it is the God's honest truth. There are so many power brokers in that sport. Read the book Death to the BCS. If you guys haven't read it, it's dated now. You have to read it like to to understand the politics of college football. Yeah. We need some of these guys to die off. And I don't mean that in a vile way. Yeah. Um, they've done a lot to make the sport what it is today. I respect them. But a lot of the guys making decisions don't want change. That's just the way they're wired. And I'm okay with that. I understand that. Um, older people oftentimes do not. But my point is when these guys start moving on, dying off was strong. I shouldn't have said it that way. 
but we need them to becoming extinct. I know what you mean. Once they move on, I think that we're going to be a lot more uh, progressive with how the sport is managed. Somebody else made a point too. It might have been the same guy that was talking about the eight teams, but says where college football really truly lacks is that they do not have a commissioner. Yes. Thank you. They don't. They don't see, have someone in charge. If you do for that, direction. see, this is another one of my ideas. I'm sorry you and I, we get rid of the FCS stuff. Like, you can't play FCS teams. Yeah. Okay? And if you do the eight team, you've got one um, at large that goes to a group of five school, right? Yeah. So now the little dog's got a shot, which is yeah. great. It's which, what, which is what I think people want. Yeah, it's what makes the NCAA tournament it's the, compelling. It's the Hoosiers argument. Yes. And we for non-conference scheduling now... You keep your rivalries, Iowa, Iowa State. You keep, you know, all the you know, Florida State, Florida, all that stuff. But the commissioner in the league of the commissioner or the that office, they assign non-conference games, hmm. and it's random. Hmm. So, how interested it would be if Bama had to go to Boise, or if fans would love Ohio that. State had to play at Toledo. I don't think any fans truly like Iowa versus North Texas. No, I don't think they like that. But it would, wouldn't it be interesting, though, if, like, hey, uh, April 1st, we're doing our random selection for non-conference this year. Jesus. It'd be amazing. Some years you'd get hosed. Yeah. Some years you'd be then, like, great. And then we we talk conspiracy. Oh, why do we, we're Iowa State. Why do we have to go to Ohio State two years in a row? Well, it was random. Yeah, bullshit it was. Yeah. You know, like. That's ping pong balls. Yeah. You know, literally. You do a lottery. That'd be cool. People would watch it, too. So, <sighs> I don't know. It could be drastically improved. College football's great. But there's parts of it that, that could easily be fixed. But, again, without somebody to make the decisions, yeah, good luck. Good luck. There's too many cooks in the kitchen. So, um, Do you have anything else? I might be uh, a, No, I'm, I just want to remind people we're going to have our bull charter. Yeah. And uh, watch out for that on Sunday. Ours is not with the university. The university is doing their own. Our goal is to make this more affordable for – Casual people. And on yeah, sun- I mean, it's Sunday, gonna, it's announced. Yeah. Correct? We're not managing it. It's EB Sports Tours. We're just promoting it. They do all of it, and this is what they do. When Iowa went to the Rose Bowl, they do Super Bowl trips every year. They do Masters trips. This is what they do. They yeah. entertain fans. So it will be how – How do they do it, by the way? So uh, we have a shared buddy that said they're selling deposits or taking deposits. Are they taking it for two different places? I don't know exactly how – it works, um, but we're what it includes: charter flight, so like no stops, nonstop. Um, if you've ever flown charter before, it's a million times way to go. Better, yeah. Uh, hotel for three nights, and then when you get there, ground transportation to every event necessary. Uh, game tickets are optional. I know a lot of people like to buy game tickets through the university, which I understand. So I don't want to mandate that they get them yeah. through us. That's just me. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm confident that it'll be San Antonio. But I'm not promised. There's there are scenarios that would make it Orlando. Yeah. So we'll see. You're rooting for a. Uh, you're kind of rooting for an Oklahoma victory, but not a huge. Victory. I would say if Texas wins, it almost locks Iowa State up in the in the Alamo. Yeah. Although I don't want to see Ohio State make the playoff. No, so. I, nor do I. Yeah. Um, Ryan Grove, shout out. I thought he was coming in this week. Uh, I, he stayed in Hawaii a long time, by the way. Well, don't I, blame I, him. I noticed pictures well after Iowa State had left the island, so I don't think he – And we need to figure – maybe he <laughs> could be back. your guest next week because I'm going to be in Iowa City. Yeah, we could have Grove on. 
Because um, I've got – I'm calling the women's game Wednesday night there, and okay. then I'm covering the men's game, and then I'm going to Chicago on Friday. Okay. What are you going to Chicago for? Isn't that the day of Iowa, Iowa State? It's or the day no? after. Day, oh, it's on a Thursday. So I'm going to stay Thursday night, and then my wife's coming to meet me, and then we're going to drive over to Chicago. We're going to shop. We're going to go watch Fred play a game. Um, hopefully he's still the coach then. <laughs> but, yeah, we just we need to, we need a weekend away. So yeah. the wife and I are going to do that. And once that final week hit, it, it's kind of a breath of fresh air for after a long football season. That's understandable. So. Well, we'll let uh, everybody knows what – Grove does. Grove helps you buy and sell houses up in the Ames area. But we will have Grove on. I will see if I can get him down here next week, and then Grove can plug yeah, the crap out of Yeah, Stans and him are really good friends, and they can – Stans could host it with you. Yeah, we could do that. Um, I was going to tell you, I have an interview with a casting director coming up here. At a casting director? For uh, House Hunters. Shut up. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, I'll, I'll have news soon if I that be you'd be really good on that. <laughs> it's the 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 clients. I have clients that yeah. instigated this. They wanted to be on House Hunters. They said, "Hey, would you be on House Hunters?" We're on. So they've already had a few interviews with uh, casting directors, etc. So I got a I got a FaceTime call with them I, coming up at twelve thirty. I always love that show. Like the start of it is. Uh, Jimmy and Jane, yeah. uh, one's a preschool teacher and the other's a firefighter. Their budget is $1.5 million. No, it's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> We've talked about that before. It's, it never seems to make sense. But um, the show is uh, what, I, what I can tell people based on. My wife watches it. Really, I hate it, the, by the, the way. Sh- the show I is, think it's a terrible the show. The show is incredibly fake, by the way. Uh, yeah. Incredibly fake. It's fake news. I don't want to ruin it for people out there that love watching. My wife loves it, man. It's on at our house all the time. It's just yeah, so, yeah. so. Anyway, there's a chance that I'll that I'll be on some mouse hunters, but we'll see. W- would you get the spray tan? Uh, well, if it's like filming in January, yeah, I'd probably get a little little touch up. I don't want to be a white ghost. Did I tell uh, you my friends at the Iowa Clinic Med Spa are trying to get me to remove my back hair? You should do it. Like, like have why, I talked to you about this? You mentioned it, but yeah, why, why the, wouldn't you do it? I mean, I, I don't know. Are you in love with your back hair? I, it's kind of patchy. I kind of like it. Really? Yeah. Does Ashley like it? No, she hates it. Get rid of it, dude. Especially if they're trying to do it for free. Well, they want to like uh, they want me to tell other men like it's okay to get rid of your back hair. Well, you, well, I obviously have no problem with this. They want they want to bring me in. I'm happy to to be the spokesman. Hey, Mark Charter here. I used to be a gorilla, and now I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, can you tell my skin's looking better? Uh, I've been doing their skincare regimen. I'm I'm a guy. I don't really. It know looks really nice. It's it's still feel it. Feel my face. Feel your face. It's it's, it's like smooth. a baby's rear. Yeah, it's not bad. Isn't that nice? It's not bad. Wait, like masks? They've been doing. No, masks? I do this uh, regimen in the morning, and then yeah. I do the regimen again at night. And actually, I was very skeptical going into it, but yeah. I can tell a legitimate difference. No, and, and I like my face is so much like more creamy. Well, the reality is this, and this is true, as guys. Yes. We treat our ass the same way as our face. We use the same soap. Yeah, and it's not good. Or the same whatever. We're not supposed to do that. We should probably give preferential treatment to our face. Absolutely. But we don't. Yeah. The vast majority of guys do not do that. So anyways, I love endorsing the Iowa Clinic Men's Center because the older you get, you got to do some stuff that you yeah. didn't do. I and start I, to get some wrinkles. I was super skeptical when I went in there for all this but i'm like i kind of like swear by it now it's weird yeah. like my it is odd my face feels amazing yeah have you ever done a mask before no no i have those feel good like you put on what a goo right yeah. and it, and yeah, it hardens goo. 
and then you like pull it off. It like Ooh. it's kind of stay in your face, but afterwards your skin feels like it's brand new. Okay. I haven't done one of those in a long time, right. but I but I have done it. Well, so. I'll let you know. They they want me to get rid of that back hair. I would say absolutely let them do that. There's no reason why not to. We're watching the Saints put money into the kettle last night. That's funny, man. Saints sucked last night, but that's way. funny. All right, uh, he's Charter. Uh, come buy a house from him. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, maybe you'll get on House Hunters. Have a great weekend.